Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. Jim Paris Live, your source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our guest segment. A special hello to everybody watching on the video feed, which is now up on about 10 different video platforms. Good to have you all with us. And our good friend, Ellie Marzulli, is back with us. And, uh, of course, you know him from uh, all of his great DVDs and movies about Bible prophecy. Uh, he's a filmmaker, researcher, and lecturer. He's got a new movie out. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about, though, everything that's happening in the news because he's someone like me that follows all of this craziness that's happening as we approach the election in just about nine days. Ellie Marzulli, good to have you with us, sir. Great to be back, Jim. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. No worries. Uh, and we've got a great connection, I understand, from my producer that we connected with you tonight uh, by way of uh, our computer connection, which is kind of like Skype. So yeah. you sound terrific. Good to have you with us. Before we get into the movie and all that, I don't know if you heard any of my segment, but I think Americans are expecting trouble in nine days. And I'm reading about people stocking up on ammo, buying guns buying you know survival supplies and i had said this earlier in the sh in the show i said at first i thought well maybe we should be worried if it's like a really close election that's contested but the more i think about it i think even if trump wins by a significant margin i don't think the democrats are going to go along with this election unless they win i i think they'll come up with something to try to stop trump from getting another term you know, I listened to all 30 minutes of your monologue and was it was really well done, by the way. Thank Congrats you. And, and very, very informative. Um, you know, I agree. I, I think that, first of all, I'm out in Southern California doing a rebuild on our burned out property, which we lost in 2018. We've got the garage slash studio, the shells up. And by the time I leave, I hope to have that pretty much under wraps. It won't be done, but it'll be closed. But I'm out here and I'm seeing something, Jim, that I've never seen in in my 45 years of living in SoCal. I mean, that's I moved out here when I was 24. I'm now 70 years old. Okay, so I, I'm all we're seeing everywhere we go are Trump motorcade parades, um, people on on overpasses on freeways, like 50 people, not two or three, 50, wow. 75, 100 people with signs and bullhorns and flags and Trump placards. I've never seen anything like this. I mean, it is it is a movement, and I'm right there with you. Folks, you need to get out and vote, but I think it's a red wave. I think he's going to win by unprecedented numbers. I think it's a landslide. Um, this whole thing that's come out with Biden and the dirty money, I mean, how does a guy like Biden with a salary of, what is it, 183000 a year? It's a lot of money. I get that. But you're not buying three or four homes. And all this happened when he became vice president. And now we know, I mean, it's a matter of record at this point that Hunter Biden was apparently the bag man. Yeah. He set up the whole thing. 
you know, the big guy, Joe, got 10% of everything or more. We also know that there's, and this is the thing I don't wish on anybody, all the sexual innuendo, the drug addiction, the crack cocaine, the prostitutes, and the whole deal, it's disgusting. And it, and it drags people down into a place where, frankly, I don't want to go, so I kind of, I look at the headline, but I don't, I don't do the click. Uh, it's just not worth it. Just not worth going to see what, you know, what salacious piece of video they're going to show you. So the guy had a major drug problem and, you know, it's the lower echelon, the lower, um, is basically it's, it's gutter dwelling. But the bottom line is we now know, and Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani has done a masterful job of exposing this, you know, point by point as only a prosecutor can. And, you know, the former mayor really does a wonderful stand up job, but, you know, Biden said something at the debate. Uh, he brought he brought up Joe Biden brought up Hunter. He did it during a debate. Trump did not do it. Trump didn't bait him. The moderator never asked a question. Joe Biden went there, which is crazy. And Trump immediately seized the day and basically said, Joe, what about Hunter Biden? The three point five million dollar contribution from the former mayor, the mayor's widow. Well, look, I'm a student of body language, okay? And I've interviewed, like you, I've interviewed hundreds of people, and I understand, I know. I mean, just, and I've read books on it and listened to lectures and stuff. I mean, I'm not an expert, but I am a student of body language. And I know when someone is uneasy, when they're lying, when they're looking up at the ceiling and searching for answers, just little things like that. Um, if they move away from me uh, in their chair, they're very uncomfortable with the question I just asked them. So Trump, Trump basically holds Biden's feet to the fire and says, Joe, what about the $3.5 million that, that Hunter received from the, you know, the former mayor's wife? And Joe Biden looks down away from Trump and looks down. That is body language that signifies two things, guilt and shame, guilt and shame. If your dog does something and it's not supposed to do, and you correct your dog, <laughs> yeah. what does your dog do? They look down and to the left. They look away from you because they know they're guilty. They know they've done it. They're getting well, and also too, what also too one of the signs of a liar is when they they protest re very strongly but what they're actually yeah. saying is an admission so so it, it what he what he said was that he's never you know he's never taken any money from any foreign uh country and of course that's threading the needle because if your son took the money and then gave you right. the money uh, so you don't have to be really all that smart i mean this is the kind of and and my wife and i we, we've been talking about this for days and uh you know for example um lindsey graham uh, he's in a really cl close race in south carolina and he's in trouble because i think largely because he's promised for two years now to get to the bottom of a lot of you know what happened to trump and the fake russian narrative and the the dirty dossier, all of that stuff. And every time he's on these shows with Maria Bartiromo and Sean Hannity, it's always like in a week or two, we're going to be getting to the bottom of this and nothing is done. And, and we have a theory, my wife and I, we've talked about this. I think on both sides of the aisle in, in DC, 
not everybody, but I think it's going on on both sides of the aisle that people are involved in in dirty deals of some sort, whether it's oh, sexual, yeah. sexual or financial. And I think that the rule is if you tell my secret, I'm going to tell your secret. And that's why none of this ever gets really investigated. What do you think? I'm right there with you. I mean, the fact that Barr and Durham have been threatening, you know, for months, oh, you know, Durham is investigating the investigators, blah, 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 blah. And it goes on for weeks and weeks and weeks. And, of course, you know, people start getting their hopes up that maybe we'll see justice. And then Barr comes out with the most ridiculous statement. We're not going to bring indictments against anyone. Where we know, where we know from unredacted emails, things that were that the American people have seen, not all of it, just the tip of the iceberg. The corruption goes right up into the Oval Office under the Obama administration. I'm not making this stuff up. You can spend five minutes on the Internet. You can read the stuff for yourself. It's there. Obama knew Biden was in the room, and it implicates Comey, Brennan, Clapper, Strzok, Page, Rice, the whole stinking crew. They were in on it together. Look, there are there are two things. What's at stake here is the traditional American family. Uh, I, I consider myself a traditionalist. You're a traditionalist. We believe America is a great place. And I talked about this. I did a, 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 a an hour thing to, this afternoon with my my uh, people that contribute to the to our ministry, you know, Patreon and stuff. And I said, you know, isn't it interesting that no one's fleeing to communist China? Isn't it interesting that no one's fleeing to India or Russia <laughs> or you know, leave right. your place? They're not going there. They're coming here. Why? Because it's fundamentally a great country, a good country. So as a traditionalist, we believe America is a good country, a sovereign country, a country which is, you know, a, a, a light on a hill. I mean, it's, it's different from any other country that's ever been in existence. Then we've got the left, the, the progressives, which has now taken over the Democratic Party, which believes, no, America is fundamentally wrong. It's all white privilege. It's fundamentally racist, blah, 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 blah. So let me just give you one example of the way the, the, way the goofy means, mainstream media works. So George Floyd, um, we all saw the video, okay? And I remember the late Dr. Francis Schaefer talking about this. It's like, you know, we, we only get the camera view from here, but we don't see before or after. That video was released like three months after the George Floyd, the original video came out, which showed the cop kneeling on his neck. Number one, we now know that that hold is permissible. That hold would not have been taken, not have been used, had Floyd cooperated. But he didn't. What we didn't see till months later was the entire video. And what happens is Floyd, before he's ever on the ground, is saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, which are signs of a fentanyl overdose, which basically what he died from. He did not die from the chokehold from the police. He died from a fentanyl overdose. It was Floyd who said, put me on the ground. Floyd wanted to be put on the ground. It was Floyd, and the cameras show it, that when he was handcuffed and leaning up against the wall, reached into his back pocket and put a packet of, you know, Coke, fentanyl, I don't know, a packet of some illegal drug on the sidewalk, which was overlooked by the police. So, I mean, this whole thing, this is the basis of the riots that we see. Yeah, all, in all of these cases, all of these cases have the same components to them. There's the initial narrative. And, um, you know, 
I personally became uncomfortable and I said it on the show with, um, you know, with that particular hold, as long as it was on there for eight or nine minutes. But at the same yeah. time, it I, I totally softened my view after I saw the entire video and I put myself exactly. in the position of those police officers and wondered what I might have done trying to just hold someone together while an ambulance was called, which is what was happening. I wondered, like, what would what would I do if I were in that same situation? Um, and and we, we don't get to see that. And, and many of the commentators that came out, honestly and objectively said, we probably wouldn't have had Minneapolis, Minnesota burned to the ground if all of those videos were released immediately, because it would have at a minimum shown people that Floyd did he was not cooperating and that was not that was not part of the narrative yeah and so it, it really it, you know this is so many times what people say is you know look you know obviously George Floyd is a real person Darren Derek Chauvin is a real person this isn't like some made-up conspiracy to cause the riots but what it is it is manipulating facts and and showing us only a sliver of things to try and get us um, into these types of situations and to me this whole thing about Hunter Biden the most breathtaking part of it is that most people don't even even remember people think now I ask people, why do you think Trump was impeached? And they say, well, it was because of Mueller. I said, no, it wasn't because of Mueller. That was all that was all dropped. He was impeached because he picked up the phone and called Ukraine and said to Ukraine, you need to investigate the Bidens because of, of these shady deals that are going on. So so he calls Ukraine, asks the uh, Ukrainian government to investigate the Bidens. And now it turns out that there were shady deals going on and that Trump was, in fact, right. And his chief law enforcement officer would have had every right and reason and to make that phone call. But someone within the White House <laughs> eavesdropping on his phone call immediately runs and turns this into a scandal that Trump is trying to take down his political rival by making up from whole cloth this fake story about the Bidens and Ukraine and Burisma that this was totally made up as a way to get rid of Biden uh, as far as being a political rival. Now we know that the FBI... In December of 2019, had that laptop, which had all of the documentation, everything that would vindicate Trump. And there you have Christopher Ray, who is the replacement for James Comey. Uh, right. And they, they they sat on this. And and I, I keep thinking to myself, man, oh, man, you know, uh I don't like sometimes how Trump operates and some of the stuff he says and does and, and posts on Twitter. But who is not after Trump inside? I mean, this is like Caesar by a thousand. I mean, who could Trump possibly trust? I mean, everybody, including the people in the White House there that he's working with, his direct employees are betraying him, including what would probably be probably the top five or 10 percent of the FBI intelligence people would have known what was on this laptop and let Trump go through impeachment, possibly be removed from office without giving that information over to his lawyers, which would have been totally exculpatory. It's 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 unfathomable. And I, I think 20 years from now, will history look back and tell any of this? Will we will the truth ever matter to anyone of any generation? Well, th those are all very valid points. And as Americans, we have to look at this and realize that there is a deep state. And that when Trump was elected, he had no idea 
who was really for him and who was against him. I mean, Paul Ryan basically allowed the House of Representatives to fall into Democratic hands. And Trump didn't know. he was He's a novice, never held public office. And here he walks in and he's surrounded by snakes, literally snakes, people that hate him. I mean, just look what Paul Ryan did, shows you what a weasel the guy is, um, you know, and basically allowed Republicans not to seek reelection. And that's why the balance of the House was tipped. He could have he could have changed things. They could have done things to investigate it. But they were blocked by Paul Ryan every single step of the way. And it's the same thing with the FBI. You'll notice, I'm sure you remember the video where he calls Comey up and, and, the, and they're in the Oval Office and Comey comes running up and, you know, acts like everything's hunky-dory. Well, you know, Comey gets fired and now Comey writes all these goofy books on how great he is. And, <laughs> and the guy's the most one of the most self-centered human beings, self-aggrandizing human beings I've ever seen. So Trump has been surrounded by a bunch of snakes. And it's not easy to for him to, you know, pick and choose um, who he should surround himself with. I think he's after four years, he's he's getting he's getting a lay of the land. Trump is brilliant. I mean, I don't particularly like um, his 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 vocabulary, the way he, his demeanor sometimes his his bloviating, his uh, bombastic nature. I get all that. But he's an executive. The guy's an executive and he's for Americans first. You know, and he and he's and he's he's gotten us out of the hole with China, the uh, the Paris Accords, with the climate thing, which would have been absolutely disastrous. Um, he reworked the whole Iran deal, and you know that 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 story broke two weeks ago. Now it's gone completely under the radar. There's nothing about it anywhere, where the whole thing with SEAL Team Six and allegedly Bin Laden and it was a body double, and this whole thing was a construct a classic wagged dog from the Obama administration, which basically got him reelected. October surprise. Here we go. Well, and, and I mean, just just all I mean, whether people uh, believe that it was a, a cover up there or not, just just giving one hundred and sixty billion dollars in cash. I mean, to have to, to yeah, to have to take a, a military like a C-130 uh, military cargo plane that they used to carry tanks. This is how big the pallet of cash was that was given to Iran. I mean, talk about being naive. And then here's Trump. He's negotiating with North Korea to try to keep peace. He's bringing our troops home out of Afghanistan, reducing troop levels all over. He's, you know, not getting us in any further entanglements and Syria and these other places. He's reformed the prisons system, uh, letting nonviolent criminals out, maybe uh, to to a fault. Um, You would think these are things that liberals uh, typically would like, but but no. And then we're continuing to hear these lies about how what a success Obamacare was. Obamacare was such a success that my personal health insurance costs tripled and I had to go off of health insurance and move over to Christian medical sharing because it was the only thing that made sense for me or I was going to be looking at like almost a thousand dollars a month to have health insurance. That's how the Obama care worked for me and everybody else I know has had the same thing to say that there's doubled or tripled or they just lost it all together. And the same thing happened within employers having to like cut people from full time down to part time to avoid Avoid the health insurance for them. Uh, I don't think there were any winners. I mean, maybe this, the people with pre-existing conditions did well, and that's great. And we need to protect those people. But but this idea that somehow that was a success, I, I don't 
know anyone where that was a success and that promise you can keep your doctor if you like your doctor you can keep your plan if you like your plan yeah that that, that didn't work out for anybody but uh, in any case uh, let me uh, shift gears and let's talk about well before we talk about your movie I want you to say that again because we've got a lot of people just tuning in you're talking about California now right not Oklahoma California you're in Southern California and you're seeing all of these giant Trump parades and signs that's what I'm seeing here in Florida which doesn't like surprise me that much but the same the media is saying Biden is up by 10 he's up by 15 I mean all these crazy numbers are talking about today that he's going to he's going to win Florida he's going to win Texas and I'm just like you're going to win Texas after you just said you're going to shut down the oil and industry three night, three nights ago how is that yeah how is that gonna happen but you're seeing all of this trump support in southern california yeah and that's that to me i mean look i've lived out here since 74 i've never seen anything like this nothing even comes close to it people are coming out of the woodwork i really predict there will be a red wave trump will win uh and then all hell is going to break loose because the left has, you know, the Antifa, which are really the, the real fascists, which are nothing more than communists. Uh, Black Lives Matter, again, they are avowed Marxists. And I believe that when Trump gets reelected, the hammer will finally come down. I think, especially if we get the House and the Senate, if we hold the Senate and we take the House, watch the hammer fall. People like Governor Whitmer needs to be arrested. Uh, the mayor of Seattle needs to be arrested. Uh, Governor Newsom is already being recalled here in California. Their, their mission, they, they, they take an oath on the Constitution to protect their citizenry. Well, the last time I checked, you know, Seattle and Portland are war zones. And these goofy mayors who aren't doing doodly squat to do it. Oh, we've got it all under control. We don't need the National Guard. <laughs> We've got nothing under control. Wasn't it the know? mayor of Portland? The mayor of Portland tried to like make peace with the protesters by going yeah, out yeah, and, and like rioting with them. I mean, uh, th- this yeah. is just uh, how crazy that uh, that liberals li- liberals think. And uh, I'm telling you, uh, you wonder what's going to happen, like like in New York, where they're talking about keeping Broadway shut down until the minimum it could open up would be like June of next year. And despite all of these restrictions and restaurants being closed, all this stuff, they're still uh, seeing an increase in numbers there. I mean, these shutdowns don't work. The masks don't seem to do anything because the stats aren't backing up. Yeah. But it, but you wonder, you know, and, and these people are leaving in droves from uh, New York. There's so much construction going on in my neighborhood here in Florida that that there's you're not supposed to be working on construction on Sundays. They have a rule like no, no building houses on Sundays because people want to have one day where you don't hear all of that. There I there's two or three houses that they're working on the houses today, being that it's Sunday, they're breaking code to work on the houses. This is what the demand is for houses here in Florida. People are moving and I'll ask them, where are you coming from? They're coming from New York. They're coming from New Jersey. They're coming from California. They're coming to Florida. They're coming to Texas. We're seeing a complete shift of the population uh, out of these blue states. And uh, I guess the sad news is that uh, they wanted Trump to give them all this money in this uh, next stimulus 
to pay for their sins for the last 20 years of bankrupt exactly. uh, teachers, exactly. pension funds in Illinois, all these yeah. things. And yeah. Trump said, no, no, we're not doing it. We'll give you money for just what happened with COVID. But this is not going to be a piggy bank to wipe out all the problems you've had for 25 years. Illinois, uh, New Jersey, New York, California. Uh, it's going to there's a reckoning coming, isn't there? Well, no, there is. And, you know, going back to my home state of California, uh, you know, all the goofy fires and Governor Gruesome stands up and tells us, you know, can, can there be any doubt that climate change isn't real? I mean, what, typically he has to politicize the whole thing. And it's nonsense, Mr. Gruesome. The, the bottom line is it's your poor management of, of the forest in California and the Democrats and Governor Brown and everybody else before you who did absolutely nothing. Look, when I moved out here, I didn't know what a controlled burn was. They used to do controlled burns. They used to have fire breaks up in the Santa Monica Mountains where I live to, to, to act as a, a line where if a fire happened, they could they could master people there and they could stop the fire. They would do controlled burns. Well, they don't do any of that anymore. They don't manage anything. They don't do. But we pay the high one of the highest taxes in the United States. Where's all the money go? You know, freeways to nowhere and to uh, to do whatever, you know, gruesome decides to do with the money. They don't manage the forests. And again, this all has to do with, let, let me just tell you something real quick. So my house burns down in 2018, right? And we find out that we can rebuild. We don't need to go through coastal, which, which is a year or sometimes two years to go through. So let's say you want to buy a piece of property here and you want to build on it. If you're within two miles of the coast, I think it's even further now. You have to go through coastal commission and that can take years and it goes on and on more legislation against the people. So anyway, these somebody gets together in some committee and arbitrarily decides that you can build your house plus add 10% square footage. Well, why is it 10%? Why not 15%? Why not 20%? Why not a sliding scale? If my house is only 1,300 square feet, maybe I can add 500 feet. But if it's 5,000, maybe I can only add 500. See the way that works? It's like, no, it's just arbitrarily 10%. The people aren't consulted at all. The law just comes down, and this is what we have to do. It's just unfrickin' believable. And it took me a year, almost a full year, to getting building permit. And we were told, oh, we're going to, you know, politicians, we're going to expedite the permit process. We're going to make it happen and waive the fees and blah, 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 blah. The only fee that was waived was regional planning. We paid fire up the wazoo. We paid the county up the wazoo. We paid and paid and paid and paid all through the process. Fire turned us down four times. We had to resubmit the fire. I mean, they act like, you know, they're like the, 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 the god of the building permit industry. They are draconian. It's unbelievable. And that's on top of the fact that you're building with a fireproof material, right? And they turn you down. Yeah, they turn you down for all things for fire. Well, let's talk about the new movie that uh, it, it, this is a new one that we haven't talked about before, if I'm correct. And it's coming out. Uh, uh, it's coming out in November. 
Uh, and this, this, I saw the trailer of it today and it was really fascinating. Now, for those that have watched LA, listened to him with us many times before, one of the things that he has investigated for many, many years are these elongated skulls. But those people that are critics of LA Marzulli say, no, well, those are just people that, uh, basically took a couple of boards and some fabric and, and wrapped their heads, uh, sort of like an ancient, uh, tradition that was done to make their their heads look like that, which is kind of a strange question about why anybody would want to make their heads look like that. But in any case, the trailer to this uh, movie about the Nephilim and these elongated skulls, I'm watching the trailer and you've got expert after expert after expert saying these are not human skulls. There's no way you could get a human skull to look like this. And then I understand you even get into some further uh, DNA evidence in this upcoming film. So tell us about that, sir. Well, it's it's uh, we've been doing this since 2013, and there's been a lot of brouhaha around um, the elongated skulls. There's a lot of some misinformation, um, and the reason why I made the film was because I wanted to really set the record straight. We never really got a fair shake when we did the um, the press conference out here. That was a total fiasco, um, and I'm not going to you know start bagging on people, but there were some things that were done. That were extremely unprofessional by by parties that should should have never been allowed to take the ball and run with it, but it was out of my control. So you know, a couple of years now has gone by since we did that, actually three years. And I was down in Peru, like I mentioned last May, and I was taken by an archaeologist out to a place. And Tim Alberino was down there shooting for a series, which I don't think anything's happened with. But we were down there in one of the uh, ancient sites, it, it's called the reserve. It's in Paracas. And you've got to, you know, you got to be with an archaeologist or somebody even go there. And it's out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's the boonies and it's all complete desert. Nothing grows there. It's 100% desert. You won't see one green thing. Okay. No rainfall. It's, it's just dreadful. But we went to the place where the original Paracas homes were and we were walking on the top of them and they had you know, whale bones and seal skin and then mollusk shells. And we discovered one home that these fishermen who had camped out showed us. And it was a two foot by two foot rectangle square, which went straight down into the earth. And I'm there with the translator of the archaeologist. And I said, well, how far down does this go? He said, sometimes three stories. And I said, well, how the heck could they see down there? With, uh, when you went down, you can't go down there anymore. Most of them have been destroyed. But this one was still there, although it was all backfilled with sand. So we couldn't gain entrance to it. And he said, no, we never found uh, any evidence of any type of fire or anything like that. So when I took one of those skulls and showed it to an optometrist, this guy's a professional. You know, he's a medical doctor. He's an optometrist, Dr. Jeff Duff. He goes, well, first of all, the orbit size is about 25 to 30% larger than a normal human being, number one. Number two, the, the PD, the pupillary distance, is much narrower than a normal human being. You put those things together, and you wind up with an, with an entity that has night vision, that has the ability to see at night. And these are, we bring a whole team, multidisciplinary team, surgeons, medical doctors, optometrists, chiropractors, anthropologists, archaeologists, it's a multidiscipline team. It's the only team like it, in my, in my, to the best of my knowledge, that's ever been assembled. Plus, we've got the DNA evidence showing 
that these, whatever they are, do not originate from Paracas. They originated in the Middle East and in Europe. And the whole idea of contamination, which the other side will constantly throw up to us, is a ruse. Because if it was contamination, then they would have gotten nuclear DNA. But they got no nuclear DNA. How many samples do we have to do before you start to scratch your head and go, maybe they're up to something here? And what I think we're looking at, to put it bluntly, these are the remnants, the remains of one of the Nephilim tribes. It may be the Horites, which were cave dwellers, or it may be the Anakim, or some combination of the two. We don't know. Wow. And that uh, I, I love the cover to this uh, video as well. Do you do those designs yourself, those covers, or is that? Oh, no, no. That's, that's all Darren Geisinger. He does all of our covers. Oh, I was going to say, uh, yeah. yeah. That's incredible. Now, for people that want to, if you want to find out more about L.A., the website to go to is lamarzuli.net, lamarzuli.net. And, and with that link, right. You go there, you can see the trailer like I saw. You can get all of his prior videos, and there are different packages available. And then you can also get his speaking schedule as well. And, of course, I know a lot of those conferences are not happening right now because of COVID, but I'm sure things are going to be gearing back up again, hopefully uh, going into next year. Uh, any other uh, stories that you're that you're working on with your with your blog? Any, any other uh, events happening? Well, yeah, we're really not blogging anymore. We're doing politics, prophecy, and the supernatural. That's on my YouTube channel, L.A. Marzulli. We do that five days a week. Uh, we've got a variety of guests coming up this week. Um, Kevin Shipp, Lisa Haven should be on. Uh, Jamie Walden will be on this week. So it's, it's a full roster. Um, and we talk about politics, prophecy, and the supernatural report. PPS report, five days a week, my YouTube channel. Um, we recently deleted 476, uh, 476 episodes. Uh, we've got some of those episodes, but many of them were, are, will be, you know, lost forever. Although, I, like I said, most of them are on hard drive. I can reproduce them. The reason why we did this is we know YouTube is about to do another purge, and they are censoring conservative Christians. So we removed everything up to October. And so now there's only October PPS reports. So hopefully we'll, we'll be able to remain. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we are, we are being targeted. We were taken down by Vimeo. We had to hire up with a lawyer. We got our money back, um, but this is this is draconian, folks, and it's against free speech. There is an attempt to silence anyone who opposes what uh, what the left wants, and it's very unfortunate. There's a book I'm reading by. I don't really recommend books so often, but this is a great one. Alum Bukhari. It's called Deleted: Bid Text Battle to Erase the Trump Movement and Steal the Election. And you know, he talks a lot to a lot of whistleblowers, a lot of inside people. And I'm experiencing it. I've already been deplatformed on Vimeo. I can never go back there again. We had one warning, not a strike, but we had one warning for YouTube for hate speech. And I wrote them back and said, well, where's the hate speech in this video? Of course, they wouldn't respond. So this is what I did, Jim. I Googled or I did a search engine on YouTube, death to Israel. That's all I put in the search engine, death to Israel. Immediately a whole, a whole fl a slew of, of uh, YouTube videos came up with the, you know, death to Israel. And they're showing uh, Hamas and Hezbollah screaming and yelling with their guns, firing everything, death to Israel, death to Israel. So somehow that's okay. 
That's not construed as hate speech. But Ellie Marzulli says something, and I have no idea what it was. Yeah. And I'm warned. I'll tell you something even more uh, ridiculous, and it's like right in our face. So about a week and a half ago, I don't know if you saw this story, but about a week and a half ago, Facebook announces they make a, a big news release out of this, that they're now going to take down content of the Holocaust deniers. And 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 then like a few days later, then Twitter announces, hey, we're going to do that, too, because Facebook is taking down the Holocaust deniers. And I thought to myself, I can't even believe this, that they're just getting around to the Holocaust deniers. I mean, you would think that if you're going to take down hate, that that would be pretty high yeah. on the list to go after the people that said that the Holocaust never happened, that those people are still running around with Facebook pages and Twitter accounts. And apparently these Antifa groups are using these same platforms to to gather their people together to burn down these cities. And those are still being allowed to go up. So, you know, this is where as a conservative, you say, look, this is not uh, about equal, uh, you know, equal. uh, And they won't even tell you why, like you're saying. And this is why there's a movement. And I think this may be one of the biggest uh, really outcomes of this election one way or the other, whether it's Biden or whether it's Trump. I I think that if Trump wins, what what looks like is going to happen is that the FCC is going to step in and be appointed as the regulator over social media, which which, you know, I'm I'm not big for government intervention. But the time has come for this where you and I would have a right to go in and have a hearing before we would lose our channel. We would have a right to know why our channel was suspended. We would have a right to be able to challenge these so-called fact checkers that are not uh, anything but but liberals. Uh, they only they only uh, fact check and t- take down conservative content. Uh, there's a lot on the line this election. And I, I think if Biden uh, gets in, I, I don't see any of that happening. And I just see uh, these social media platforms uh, doubling and tripling down on this bad behavior that they're already engaged in. And what people need to understand, this is the most important election uh, in our lifetime. Uh, and and, and if, if Biden does get in, you can kiss America goodbye. Well, Biden's an empty suit, and he's corrupt as the day is long, in my opinion. And all one needs to do is start looking at the laptop and Burisma and the $3.5 million from the mayor. These are, you know, th- th- these are these are facts which are etched in stone. They're not, it's not hearsay. Get out and vote for Donald Trump. Uh, if you're a Christian, he's pro-life. Just think of what he did. All these other presidents, from Bush the senior, senior Bush, right, all the way up to Obama. You know, we're going to we're going to move the capital of, Jer- of Israel to Jerusalem, blah, 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 blah. Trump's the only guy who actually got it done. Trump's the only guy who's been nominated now four times for Nobel Peace Prize for actually doing something, unlike Barack Obama, who did absolutely doodly squat and got the Nobel Peace Prize anyway. Trump actually bought peace with Arab nations. And Sudan's about to vote in any moment, and they'll come on board. He's a deal maker. He's an executive. He knows business. He knows people. He can make things work. And uh, three great Supreme Court picks. uh, If we get that vote tomorrow, we're looking at... uh, a 6-3 court, which is going to be great. Uh, but Biden has already let the cat out of the bag that he's looking at adding uh, three or four more uh, justices. 
and you know those will all be liberals and then we'll be back oh, yeah. to a, like a seven six type of a split which is going to be horrible but uh you're right there's a lot on the line and uh la marzuli we want people to support you go to go to his website lamarzuli.net and then if you go to his youtube you can actually subscribe but then something even more important uh, you want to subscribe but also click that little bell because what that does is that gives you a real-time alert anytime he goes live and i'm sure just like me that you're going to be doing some extra special uh updates as we get into this final uh, eight oh, or nine absolutely. days here so ellie oh, yeah. marzuli.net is the website and ellie uh, marzuli thank you so much for, for being with us sir uh, we hope you come Thanks back again soon god bless you and godspeed god bless and uh so glad that we were able to work out that uh connection with him by computer because uh he's a great guy to have on um and uh, we we enjoy his his perspective. I don't necessarily um, he and I don't necessarily line up on everything, but that's OK. That's why it, we make it. Uh, uh, we have him on. It's interesting to hear different voices, but uh, certainly when it comes to uh, the election and politics and everything happening right now, uh, we couldn't be uh, any more of one voice. Thanks so much for joining us. The website, ChristianMoney.com. More details on the show and downloading and all of that in prior episodes. Jim Paris Radio.com. Remember, if it's Sunday night, it's Jim Paris Live. So long. We'll talk to you later. Talk to you next time, everybody.